That is the power of open innovation. And that is the power of looking at the climate crisis through the lens of a hackathon. Because no matter where we are, we might come up with something. If we just think about something outside of our daily expertise that could radically change the lives of the locals and of the people that are everywhere around the world struggling with very similar challenges. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Power of the Crowd. This is a podcast brought to you by Global Crowd. My name is Esther, and to the next 20 minutes, I'm going to take you to a journey into the world of open innovation through the lens of solving the climate crisis. This episode is different to our first one. In the first one, we introduced you to the essentials of the world of open innovation. We shared with you the different terms and concepts behind words such as hackathons, challenges, innovation prices. And I think one of the most exciting parts of our first episode was talking about the history of innovation. I think that many times, just in general conversation, innovation can seem very futuristic. It can seem like something that has um, just recently been created. But innovation in itself has always been an integral part of human society. This is uh, how we progress. This is how we are where we are today. This is how you are able to listen to this podcast right now. Innovation has always been there. And it's how humans solve um, challenges. Um, that's how humans progress. And open innovation, as we've seen in the first episode, just as much as innovation in general, has always been something that has really impacted society in moving forward. And this is why I think it's very interesting to think about innovation and think about open innovation specifically when it comes to solving arguably and possibly the biggest challenge that humanity has ever faced, and that is the climate crisis that the 21st century brings with itself. And this is why in the next 20 minutes, I want to challenge us all to think about the climate crisis in a way of seeing it as the biggest hackathon in the history of humanity. The questions that I hope we can think about while kind of engaging in this, in this kind of experimental thinking is, can we solve the climate crisis through the model of hackathons, through the model of open innovations? Because if we can, Does that mean that each and every one of us, as part of the crowd, has the power to contribute a new idea, a new solution to transforming society from fossil fuels to renewable energies, to turning our economy into a circular one? Is that something that lies in the power of the crowd? Diving deeper into this issue, I discovered that we are not the first ones to talk about the climate crisis in terms of solving it through open innovation. In the aftermath of COP26, which is the annual UN climate conference, a lot of politicians and scientists across the UK and Europe have been talking about innovation, technological innovation, sustainable innovation, as a solution to many of the issues we face in the way that society works today. The comments politicians and scientists have made on the power of innovation made me think, What kind of innovation? Do they imply open innovation? And this is when I researched into the UK's and the EU's 
strategies of employing open innovation to solve some of the biggest challenges that specific cities are facing in terms of climate change. Before we go into the topics and into the projects that the current EU and UK governments are doing in promoting open innovation and solving the climate crisis, I wanted to open up the conversation and ask you guys what you think. Do you think that the climate crisis is something that needs to be solved by each and every one of us? Should we all just see the climate crisis as a hackathon hosted by the earth and we are all participants in being responsible for creating solutions no matter our daily focus, no matter what we have as an expertise in our daily life? And this kind of brings me back also to the conversation um, I had with Jonti in the first episode, which um, kind of emphasized the power of open innovation. Because when you enter a hackathon, um, oftentimes it's something that you do as a challenge to yourself. You do that because you feel that you can use either your expertise in a specific field or your skills in a completely different field to solve something that you think might be beneficial for the challenge and the challenge might be beneficial for society. So ultimately you are looking to use your skills to do something that is going to make the world um, a little bit better. And I think the power, just as John T pointed out in open innovation is that sometimes the best ideas come from those that never think about that issue. Because I think that when you are too deeply involved in a certain field, let's say all day you work on renewable energies, um, you know the limitations and you know exactly what the problems are in transforming society to, let's say, 100% green energy. So being confronted with these limitations, um, even though you have the knowledge, um, but practically you know that this and that doesn't work, limits your ability to maybe come up with a new idea on the spot. So having all sorts of people think about climate change, think about renewable energy, think about the circular economy in a way that uses their skills, no matter whether they are an artist, a musician, an engineer, or a teacher, might actually lead to the most exciting innovations that can actually drive humanity through this crisis into a better sustainable future. And this is why I also chose the topic of the climate crisis for the second episode, because I think that it's something that we can really practically think about. So no matter if you have already participated in a hackathon or if you are looking to participate in a hackathon soon, or if you're just looking to develop this mindset of taking on challenges and getting out of your comfort zone, I think Thinking about the climate crisis in this way is something that really enables us to understand what a hackathon is, the nature and the purpose of a hackathon um, on a very personal level. So I'm going to challenge us to think of the climate crisis as the Earth hosting a challenge, um, a very complex challenge, as obviously I think we are all aware, um, that, you know, impacts Virtually every element. So of this society. is the power of the crowd. And the, the Earth, Earth says, is asking, arguably, whoever gets to solve this, this, and that, on will this Earth 
get in that get this and that price which the price to is solve going to different elements of the saving humanity from renewable so energy the stakes are high to and the, the challenge is big works, and the way the contest is open so this is the power of the crowd the earth is asking arguably every citizen every human challenges within this earth picture to participate and to use their skills to solve different elements of the climate crisis from renewable energies to the way our economy works to the way that we teach our children to the way we consume food to the way we buy fashion all of these things are different challenges within a bigger picture and i think once we start thinking about it that way you know we might find some responsibility within ourselves and um who knows maybe come up with something that we would have not thought about in our daily life and when i started thinking about it in that way when i was thinking of how to explain a hackathon best to the audience of this podcast i i really started thinking that this metaphor of using the climate crisis and the earth as an example is just something that i think touches everyone on a on a personal level and so i hope that this makes sense to you and i'm also very curious to hear what you think about um about using um this kind of metaphor so seeing the earth as giving us this challenge do you believe that all humans are responsible um and if so do you feel like this is a challenge that you would like to contribute to um if it would be easy to if there would be challenges aimed at solving the climate crisis through open innovation please share what you think on our social media channels tag global crowd um hashtag global crowd or hashtag power of the crowd and we will be reading out the most interesting and inspiring reflections in our next episode where we will have an interesting interview featured as well so i'm looking forward to that having said that um i have gotten of course more deep into the research of all right so Let's say this is a way of solving some of the biggest challenges. Open innovation is a way of solving one of the biggest challenges of humanity. Is it something that governments have thought about already? Um because sometimes, you know, when you are working as I am in an open innovation uh environment, um you might think that no, this is of course the most natural way, you know. I think open innovation has great potential, but does does do politicians see it that way as well? And To my very pleasant surprise, I found a lot of interesting information about what the UK and EU governments have done in the past year on solving some of the biggest climate crisis related challenges that uh cities are facing in the world through open innovation. So what I'm going to do in the next 10 minutes is introduce you all to what the UK government and what the EU have done to solve very specific climate crisis problems through open innovation and at the end of this kind of introduction to what's been going on in the world i think you will be aware and you can start engaging in the conversation also in your daily life about what's out there and what you can do and which contests are out there to contribute to the climate crisis through open innovation through the power of the crowd that is within you one of the most interesting elements in my research about open innovation calls posed by governments was the eu um the eu's approach the european union's approach 
into uh, the world of open innovation. So I think it's kind of worth it before I introduce some of the challenges that the European Union posed in terms of opening it up to the crowd to solve of the, some of the biggest challenges in terms of the climate crisis is the EU's definition of open innovation. As we said in the first episode, there's different definitions and different understandings. And throughout this podcast, as we go deeper and deeper into all these topics, I think, I hope that by the end um, of a few months, you will kind of develop your own definition that fits most personally to, to your understanding of what it means to, to innovate in open innovation. Um, but the EU's definition, just I think it's worth mentioning, is of open innovation is a distributed innovation process based on purposely managed knowledge flows across organizational boundaries. These knowledge flows are understood to be governed by particular mechanisms and they depend on the objectives and stakeholders. And the ultimate aim of open innovation, according to the EU, is to create and capture value for those involved. So the EU sees that the value lies in um, everybody that has something to gain from it. So in that regard, the EU then started um, with the first open innovation challenge ever about, climate, about the climate crisis um, being hosted by the city of Copenhagen in Denmark. Copenhagen is the capital of Denmark. It's a beautiful city. And a lot of people live there. A lot of tourists go there. So, of course, there is a lot of urban air pollution, just as in any other big city in today's world. So the city of Copenhagen was looking for new and innovative ideas, technologies and approaches to reduce the negative impacts of urban air pollution and the heat island effect, which is something that, I mean, the scientists here will know, but it's about um, the heat that is caused by the way that we live in cities. Um, the solutions that Copenhagen was looking for um, could approach the challenge from a mitigation perspective. So, for example, reducing ambient air pollution or temperatures or from an adaptation perspective, which is to help the citizens of Hope Copenhagen to cope with the negative effects of air pollution or heat or both. The interesting part of this challenge is that you can see that they kind of split up the challenge into two parts. Now, this is where it becomes interesting because open innovation is about involving the whole crowd. So the more you limit your audience, the more you limit um, who could potentially answer the question, the less innovative it becomes, right? So I think what they did here is that they said, all right, we know that air pollution is a problem and we need a solution. And we are asking the crowd. They specifically turned to the crowd. They could have just asked some specialists, right? But they chose open innovation as a way to reduce urban air pollution. And they said, right, we're looking for solutions to reduce um, air pollution through um, a mitigation. So this is something that is more technical. So probably people that are working in the field of climate change will have a better understanding of that part, but they also open up the floor to the adaptation perspective, which is talking about helping the citizens of Copenhagen um, to cope with the negative effects of air pollution or heat. And that is something that is more psychological, right? But it's also perhaps artistic, or it could be educational. It could be so broad, and this is why it was introduced as an open innovation challenge. And I think 
the beautiful thing is that when um, I reached out to the city of Copenhagen to find out what the results were of, of that contest, of that hackathon, and they said they had people from all across Europe, from very different disciplines, offering educational um, programs, offering artistic um, workshops, um, offering engineering solutions. So they had people proposing to do painting workshops on Sundays to um, make people kind of release the anxiety they feel from living in a city where they have to live in because they have their work there, they have their lives there, but they just feel increasingly uncomfortable with the air. So the city of Copenhagen specifically decided that it's time for the crowd to think about the ways of living with something that is as big as the climate crisis, that is as big as the manifestation of it through air pollution and heat in a city. They needed the power of the crowd because this challenge concerns the crowd and who is better placed than the crowd itself to answer it. So I think that was a very fascinating way of looking at it. And a very, very similar challenge, but a little bit bigger, with a little bit more budget, was hosted by the city of New York last year. And the city of New York was looking for new and innovative ideas and approaches to, again, reduce the negative impacts of urban air pollution. So what is also interesting here is that a very local problem is also a very global problem when it comes to the climate crisis. So whenever we have hackathons that focus on Copenhagen or New York City, but are focusing on a huge, huge um, problem that you know is shared across, across the globe, uh, whatever the ideas are, whatever the outcomes of the hackathons are, they will be useful and they will be shared across the world. And that's the beauty of, of open innovation is that using local solutions might be even more effective on a global scale than looking for global solutions right away. Because if you ask the citizens of, their, of the city, you know, what do you want to do about your, your air pollution in your town? You are going to perhaps be more inspired and you are going to feel more responsible because open innovation is asking you how to help your city. And New York City saw a very, um, a very, very similar actually outcome to the city of Copenhagen. Um, because their their research and their and their and their focus was very much also on you know having both sides of the crisis addressed. So how to engineering, how to use engineering, and how to use you know um, technology to reduce air pollution. But at the same time, how to make lives better, how to make people's lives better, how to make people cope, how to help people cope with air pollution. And so actually. They also came up with interesting workshops and interesting projects um, that are now exercised in New York City and that can be scaled up to across the world. And that is the power of open innovation. And that is the power of looking at the climate crisis through the lens of a hackathon. Because no matter where we are, we might come up with something if we just think about something outside of our daily expertise that could radically change the lives of the locals and of the people that are everywhere around the world struggling with very similar challenges. I hope that this was interesting for you and I hope you saw a little bit 
more of the world of, of the power of the crowd and that you can feel that you and your ideas can have a huge impact, not just locally, but globally, if you just start looking into the challenges that are out there already by governments and by agencies um, where they look for open innovation uh, results in terms of solving the climate crisis because it is it is the society, it is the crowd that is suffering and maybe we have the solutions. I hope that this was inspiring to you and I would love to hear what you think about uh, today's episode and what you think about whether open innovation is the right way of solving the climate crisis. Because of course, the main counter argument is that we are dealing with such difficult questions that we need people that have the expertise, that have the knowledge of exactly solving the problem. But I really hope we can challenge that idea and say, no, I really hope that I could convince you that, no, maybe sometimes it's not about the expertise. Maybe sometimes we need someone that can think quickly without limitations, think innovatively, think creatively, and develop something that can be used across disciplines, across state, state borders, and in a global context. Share your thoughts. Um, and tag hashtag global crowd or hashtag power of the crowd. And we will read through them and mention and reflect with you in our next episode on um, what your opinion is on the power of the crowd in solving the climate crisis. Thank you for listening today. And I'm very excited to give a sneak peek of the next episode, which is going to go more into depth of social media and the power of the crowd and open innovation through an interview with a very inspiring woman. Stay tuned. Thank you.